O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, December 21st. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feast, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there. But there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10.17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken word of God, it is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemot, and it means names. Exodus 2, 11-25 Sometime after that, when Moses had grown up, he went out to his kinsfolk and witnessed their labors. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his kinsmen. He turned this way and that, and seeing no one about, he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, he found two Hebrews fighting, so he said to the offender, Why do you strike your fellow? He retorted, Who made you chief and ruler over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Moses was frightened and thought, Then the matter is known. When Pharaoh learned of the matter, he sought to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh. He arrived in the land of Midian and sat down beside a well. Now the priests of Midian had seven daughters. They came to draw water and filled the troughs to water their father's flocks. But the shepherds came and drove them off. Moses rose to their defense and he watered their flock. When they returned to their father Ruel, he said, How is it that you have come back so soon today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Where is he then? Why did you leave the man? Ask him in to break bread. 
Moses consented to stay with the man, and he gave Moses his daughter Zipporah as wife. She bore a son whom he named Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. A long time after that, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites were groaning under the bondage and cried out, and their cry for help from the bondage rose up to Hashem. Hashem heard their moaning, and Hashem remembered His covenant with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And Hashem looked upon the Israelites, and Hashem took notice of them. Zechariah 1, 1-2-11 In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, this word of Hashem came to Navi Zechariah, son of Barakah, son of Edu. Hashem was very angry with your fathers. Say to them further, Thus said the Lord of hosts. Turn back to me, says the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Saviot, and I will turn back to you, says the Lord of hosts. Do not be like your fathers. For when the earlier Nevi'im called to them, Thus said the Lord of hosts, Come, turn back from your evil ways and your evil deeds. They did not obey or give heed to me, declares Hashem. Where are your fathers now? And did the Nevi'im live forever? But the warnings and the decrees which I charged my servants the Nevi'im overtook your fathers. Did they not? And in the end, they had to admit, Hashem has dealt with us according to our ways and our deeds, just as He purposed. On the twenty-fourth day of the eleventh month of the second year of Darius, the month of Shavat, this word of Hashem came to Navi Zechariah, son of Barakah, son of Edo. In the night I had a vision. I saw a man mounted on a bay horse, standing among the myrtles in the deep, and behind him were bay, sorrel, and white horses. I asked, What are those, my lord? And the angel who talked with me answered, I will let you know what they are. Then the man who was standing among the myrtles spoke up and said, These were sent out by Hashem to roam the earth. And in fact, they reported to the angel of Hashem who was standing among the myrtles, We have roamed the earth and have found all the earth dwelling in tranquility. Thereupon the angel of Hashem exclaimed, O Lord of hosts, how long will you withhold pardon from Jerusalem and the towns of Judah which you place under a curse seventy years ago? Hashem replied with kind, comforting words to the angel who talked with me. Then the angel who talked with me said to me, Proclaim, Thus said the Lord of hosts, I am very jealous for Jerusalem, for Zion, and I am very angry with those nations that are at ease, for I was only angry a little, but they overdid the punishment. Assuredly, thus said Hashem, I graciously return to Jerusalem. My house shall be built in her, declares the Lord of hosts. The measuring line is being applied to Jerusalem. Proclaim further. Thus said the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Saveot. My towns shall yet overflow with bounty. For Hashem will again comfort Zion. He will choose Jerusalem again. I looked up, and I saw four horns. I asked the angel who talked with me, What are those? Those, he replied, are the horns that tossed Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. 
Then Hashem showed me four smiths. What are they coming to do? I asked. He replied, Those are the horns that tossed Yehuda, so that no man could raise his head, and these men have come to throw them into a panic, to hew down the horns of the nations that raise a horn against the land of Judah to toss it. I looked up, and I saw a man holding a measuring line. Where are you going? I asked. To measure Jerusalem, he replied, to see how long and how wide it is to be. But the angel who talked with me came forward, and another angel came forward to meet him. The former said to him, Run to that young man and tell him, Jerusalem shall be peopled as a city without walls, so many shall be the men and cattle it contains. And I myself, declares Hashem, will be a wall of fire all around it, and I will be a glory inside it. Away, away, flee from the land of the north, says Hashem. Though I swept you there like the four winds of heaven, declares Hashem. Away, escape, O Zion, you who dwell in fair Babylon. Revelation 12, 1-17 And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, travailing in birth, and pained to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his heads. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast them to the earth, And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered, for to devour her child as soon as it was born. And she brought forth a man-child, who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared by God, that they should feed her there two thousand three hundred and sixty days. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceives the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation, and strength, and the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Therefore rejoice, you heavens, and you that dwell in them, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea! For the devil has come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast unto the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And to the woman were given two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness, into her place, where she is nourished for a time, times, and half a time, from the face of the serpent. And the serpent cast out of his mouth water as a flood after the woman, 
that he might cause her to be carried away of the flood. And the earth helped the woman, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood, which the dragon cast out of his mouth. And the dragon was wroth with the woman, and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keeps the commandments of God, and have the testimony of Yeshua. Psalm 141-13 Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man, preserve me from the violent man, which imagine mischiefs in their heart. Continually are they gathered together for war. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is under their lips. Selah. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from the violent man who have purposed to overthrow my goings. The proud have hidden a snare for me in cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set gins for me. Selah. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Hear the voice of my supplications, O Lord. O God, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Grant not, O Lord, the desires of the wicked, further not his wicked device, lest they exalt themselves. Selah. As for the head of those that compass me about, let the mischief of their own lips cover them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire, into deep pits that they rise not up again. Let not an evil speaker be established in the earth. Evil shall hunt the violent man to overthrow him. I know that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and the right of the poor. Surely the righteous shall give thanks unto your name. The upright shall dwell in your presence. Proverbs thirty seventeen. The eye that mocks at his father and despises to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. I'd like to speak to you today from Revelation chapter 12. And here in this chapter we see a picture being painted of a woman who is with child, And she's clothed with the sun, the moon is under her feet, and on her head is a crown of twelve stars. She flees to the wilderness, to a place that has been prepared for her by God, where she is nourished by God for twelve hundred and sixty days. Who is this woman? What does this all mean? To understand what this is talking about, we need to cross-reference this passage to Isaiah chapter 66, starting in verse 7, where it is written, Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. Now remember, back in Revelation 12, this woman gives birth. To a male child. Revelation 12, verse 2. She, being with child, cried and travailed in birth and pain to be delivered. So what is, what is this a picture of? Normally a woman goes into labor. And then after she gives, goes through the labor pains, then she gives birth. But in Isaiah 66, verse 7, it is saying... Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. So I believe what this is talking about is that this is a woman who's giving birth to Yeshua, 
he is the male child. And so why is it that her labor pains are going to come later? Because the labor pains come because now the woman is going to give birth a second time. And the second time she's going to give birth to a nation. And just prior to the giving birth of this nation, she's going to go through labor pains. And what are those labor pains? Well, it's spoken of in many different places in Jeremiah and other places about the um, labor pains of Jacob's trouble. The time of Jacob's trouble is likened to a woman who is going through childbirth and who is going through labor pains. And then even Yeshua in Matthew 24 and Matthew 25, when he's talking about signs of the end times, of what will be happening in the earth right before he returns. He talks about wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, famines, and that these are like labor pains. So this woman is going to be giving birth to a nation. Let's continue in Isaiah chapter 66, verse 8. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. So that's the name of the nation. The name of the nation that's going to be born is Zion. And this woman gives birth to Zion, the nation. Now there's a double fulfillment of this prophecy because shall a nation be born at once can a nation be given birth in one day well that's been partially fulfilled back in may of 1948 when the modern day secular nation of israel was born and it was literally born in one day when the british mandate ended and they handed it over uh, to the sovereignty of the israelis but that's secular israel that's not the biblical Zion nation that this is talking about. Verse 9, Isaiah chapter 66, verse 9. Shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all you who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all you who mourn for her. So, this passage that I just read in Isaiah chapter 66, verses uh, 7 to 9, is a key that unlocks the mystery from Revelation chapter 12. So this woman, the 12 stars, can represent the 12 tribes. She's clothed with the moon. Well, the church clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. The mainstream church world for centuries uh, wandered a bit from the Bible and got into sun worship. How so? Well, when they changed the day of worship and the day of rest, the Sabbath, from Friday night sundown to Saturday night sundown, Saturday, when they changed it from Saturday to Sunday, well, Sunday, S-U-N, that's sun worship, and that was part of the motivation for why they changed it was because on the Sunday, the the first day of the week, that's when they would worship the sun, Invictus, soul. So then this woman flees to the wilderness 
and she's there for how long? 1260 days. This is basically describing to us the time known as Jacob's trouble, the time known as the Great Tribulation, the time known as the final three and a half year period um, while Yeshua, he's going to show up and he's going to take care of this woman. Um, she's pictured as a woman, but basically she is going to give birth to her offspring and her offspring are all those who love the word of God, who follow, who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Yeshua. So that would be all the Hebrew rooter tutors, so to speak. Those who follow the Torah, keep the Torah, and have the testimony of Yeshua. So back to verse 5. She brought forth a man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. That's clearly describing Yeshua. Yeshua rules with a rod of iron, and he lived, was born here on this earth, lived, and then when he was crucified and then rose from the dead, he's now caught up to the Father and now sits at his right hand in the heavenly places. Verse 6, The woman flees into the wilderness, where she has a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there for 1,260 days. So that's um, that gives us a big clue and information about what are we supposed to do when we come to this time known as Jacob's trouble. We're supposed to flee to a wilderness, to the wilderness. We're going to get out of the city. We're to gather with our mishpoka and go to a wilderness place. We begin an exodus journey. And the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night will show up and will lead us on this journey. The journey lasts 1,260 days, 42 months, three and a half years. And so, um, when does this happen, or when does it begin? I believe it will start on a future Passover. We don't know what year, but it will happen on a future Passover. Why do we know that? Because the very first Exodus happened at Passover. And God works in patterns, repeating patterns. And so let's look at verse 13. When the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman which was brought forth, who had brought forth the man-child. The woman were given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly into the wilderness to into her place where she is nourished for 1,260 days. And the earth helped the woman and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon cast out of his mouth. So, this whole chapter is describing the Great Tribulation, the time known as Jacob's Trouble. And biblical Zion, the nation, will be born during this time. What is biblical Zion, the nation? Well, right now we have a secular Israel. And that secular Israel nation, the leaders are making some very bad decisions right now concerning imposing the jab on everybody, including children. Tyranny has invaded and immersed and percolated into just about every single nation on the earth. And so that nation is not what this passage is talking about. There's going to be a group of people from within Israel 
who will basically secede from the Union and will declare a new nation within the nation, and that nation will be called Zion. And it, there, it will be the people who are part of this nation called Zion are going to be people who love the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who follow his Torah by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, and who are filled with the Holy Spirit, with the Spirit of Yeshua, and who um, it is to those people, to that remnant group of people, that they will be called to return home to Zion. So it will be the reuniting of all 12 tribes, northern and southern kingdom, the southern kingdom of Judah, the Jews, and the northern kingdom, the 10 tribes of the north. There will be a reuniting. And as this nation comes together, a massive exodus will happen during the time known as Jacob's Trouble. And all of God's people who are scattered throughout all the earth into all nations those who have ears to hear, eyes to see, and a heart to listen and understand will participate in this greater exodus, this massive exodus, and will go on this exodus journey and return to the land of Israel. It will be miraculous. It will be stunning and stellar. It will be incredible. Uh, don't ask me the details about exactly how this journey will happen, because I don't know, and the Bible is silent on it. There are hints. But we will find out when it happens. We do know, though, that it is going to happen because there are so many verses, so many places that talk about that God has scattered his people, but he is going to ingather them, regather them, and bring them back home. We see it in Ezekiel, in Joel, in Zechariah, in Isaiah, in Jeremiah. It's just throughout all the prophets spoke about it. So, That's what I have for you today. I hope you have been blessed, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>